Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 has launched to sharp criticism and disappointment. It started with a campaign that was obviously not on par with the Modern Warfare reboot or Modern Warfare 2 or really even Call of Duty historically. Those who pre-order the game were able to play the incredibly short campaign a week early. But as the rest of the game launched, it was clear that something was deeply wrong with the game. In the days that followed, reports have come out about the development cycle of Modern Warfare 3 and some have even shown that the base of the game on the disc is Modern Warfare 2 DLC, which many of us tried to draw attention to in the months leading up to launch. So, what happened? Well, I put all the good information right here at the beginning. It's a longer video because it's a live stream. If you like this kind of content, make sure you hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my shows. So the truth about Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 continues to come out. A game that so clearly was not meant to be a full game launch is now being exposed at multiple levels. Some customers put their disc in their consoles without an internet connection and they were able to see that this was Modern Warfare 2 DLC. Spawns were so bad on some maps they had to be immediately pulled from rotation and reports are coming out about just how short and awful the development was behind this game. All of this happened during the launch weekend of the game when everybody was curious what was happening so first i want to look at a report from bloomberg it covers the small window of development time crunch culture and the original plans for what sledgehammer was making second i want to look at the launch of the game the campaign has been met with virtually unanimous criticism but there was also the issue of maps being pulled people have their thoughts on zombies and the typical skill-based matchmaking debate is on high alert. We had previous reports about Modern Warfare 2 maps being used for what they originally intended for as well. It seemed these maps were put on hold and saved for this moment. Lastly, I will give my thoughts about this. I will tell you what I think. Not only did we call this, I tried many times to warn people that Modern Warfare 3 was going to be a disaster, that it was DLC in disguise, that there was no reason to expect a full launch caliber game. But the question remains, is this still the the plan for future COD releases and ultimately, what does Xbox think about all of this? None of this can be pinned on Xbox or Microsoft. Even those who cheered for the Xbox Activision deal, they were ready and willing to claim Modern Warfare 3 as an Xbox title and now they're quick to claim the opposite and walk that back. Well, while they're being inconsistent, I'll be consistent and say, from the very beginning, I did not think this was going to be something that we could pin on Xbox. This was something that Activision had planned, and it was clear they pivoted from DLC to a full launch, and that was never going to go well. So, first things first, let's just look at the Bloomberg article. And like clockwork, when a really bad game launches, Jason Schreier is here with the postmortem and those who are willing to to speak to the press. The title of his article is New Call of Duty Draws Harsh Reviews After Rushed Development. Now, he opens up the article by saying something that I believe is very evident in the content received in Modern Warfare 3. Here it is. The latest entry in Activision Blizzard's popular Call of Duty video game series was made in half the time of previous iterations, a fact that many be contributing to the spate of bad reviews about the game's storyline according to people familiar with the development process. Now, in the immediate days following the early access to the campaign, I had a lot of people say, listen, 
COD's always bad. Why is anybody surprised? Call of Duty's always a bad game, right? My pushback was that both the Modern Warfare reboot and the Modern Warfare 2 sequel were a very good caliber, at least with respect to the campaigns. Maybe you had complaints about multiplayer or whatever, but the campaigns were good. They were lengthy, they had great cinematics and great story. According to Bloomberg, there is a specific reason for the sharp difference between the campaigns in MW and MW2 when you compare them to MW3. Most Call of Duty games are developed in around three years, but the bulk of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 was made in less than a year and a half, said the people who asked not to be identified because they were not authorized to speak publicly. I didn't find any of this surprising, okay? In April of 2022, there were internal emails indicating that they were not planning on doing an annual release for 2023. Now, I continued to stress there was simply not enough time to pivot to a full game launch developmentally. Now, folks from the company are attempting to push back on this, which is laughable, okay? Johanna Faris, now this is according to the article, right? Johanna Faris, general manager of Call of Duty, said in Bloomberg TV interview Friday, Friday that it's wholly inaccurate that the new game's development timeline was shortened, but she didn't elaborate. Earlier, an Activision spokesman denied that Modern Warfare 3 was originally an expansion and said it was conceived of as a premium game from the start. Now, I would not exactly call this believable, and even if it is, it doesn't make it any better. It actually makes it worse. Consumers could understand an executive-level push for a full release, causing the devs to rush and cram, right? And then that results in a poorly delivered and a half-baked product. But acting like this was always planned to be a full release or that the dev timeline was not shortened, it's insulting to our intelligence to claim such obviously false things. Beyond what is clearly not true, plenty of current and former devs are telling a conflicting story. So the thing to consider here is, as I said, it makes it worse. If this was always planned to be a full release, then whoever was in charge did a terrible job because this the scope of this project does not seem like a multi-year developed title. It's obvious it was a short development cycle. So while they're telling the public something that we know is simply not true, they're actually making things look worse. Like how bad are your developers? How bad is your team that this is a multi-year developed title. And again, we're getting a conflicting story. More from Bloomberg. More than a dozen current and former Call of Duty developers said that conflicts with what they were told at the time. Some of the employees said the plan was left ambiguous during the first few months of development, while others said they were directly told it was an expansion. All said, they were under the impression it was an expansion until much later in the process. Also consider the fact that people are putting the disc in their Xboxes and Playstations. I think the screenshots I saw were from an Xbox. And they're not connected to the internet and it shows that it's Modern Warfare 2 DLC. So anybody speaking publicly about this and claiming that this was not planned to be an expansion, that this was a multi-year effort... I do not believe they are being truthful with the public. And the studio head at Sledgehammer has a theory about why the devs are confused. Listen to this beautiful theory. Aaron Halen, the studio head of Sledgehammer Games, said in an interview that some team members may have been convinced the new game was an expansion because it's a new type of direct sequel to the previous game. Unlike previous Call of Duty titles, Modern Warfare 3 allows players to transfer their weapons and gear from the last game. 
with respect, although what's being said I don't think is very respectable. This is laughable, okay? The devs were not confused because this was a different a different type of sequel. Some of them are claiming they were told directly it was an expansion because it is. That's how it shipped on the disc. Stop telling the public something that isn't true. And this corroborates with what, and it lines up with the internal emails that stated in early 2022 that there would not be a premium full release in 2023. Were those emails also confused because this was a new type of sequel? Or were they confused about the shortened timeline when they had to crunch and change their schedules? More from the article. Some staff at Sledgehammer who had to work nights and weekends to finish the game said they felt betrayed by the company because because they were promised they wouldn't have to go through another shortened timeline after the release of their previous game, Call of Duty Vanguard, which was made under a similar constrained development cycle. So imagine switching your expansion to a full release and you force your devs to work in a crunch culture yet again, and then having the nerve to lie to the public about it. It becomes even more obvious they are not being truthful when you look at what Sledgehammer was originally working on. Listen to the following. For the first few months of the project, which was codenamed Jupiter, the story was conceived as a smaller scale modern warfare spinoff set in Mexico that would be more achievable on a short timeline than the usual globe-trotting escapades of a full new campaign. But in the summer of last year, Activision executives rebooted that story and told the developers that instead they would be making a direct sequel to Modern Warfare 2 centering on the villain Vladimir Makarov and featuring missions all across the world. So was this confusing for the developers when everything got started over, when they rebooted, when they pivoted away from a completely different story and goal? Or is this just more evidence of awful management and poor decision making? All of this leads to the shortest dev cycle for any Call of Duty in years. According to the article, the reboot ate into the schedule and forced the developers to complete the new campaign in roughly 16 months, the shortest development time for a new Call of Duty game in years. But but don't worry worry, the studio head's not done making outlandish claims. Sledgehammer's Halen, the studio head, said in a statement that the game was a labor of love, and that his team has worked hard to deliver on this vision, which has been years in the making. How is something years in the making when, according to the devs who actually worked on it, it was rebooted roughly a year before launching? While people say Call of Duty is bad every year, the annual release format led to a lot of ups and downs over the years, and analysis think that this will not have any lasting impact. Quote, I don't see it having a lasting impact on the franchise or any of Microsoft's plans with the franchise, even if it's universally panned, said Kevin Sow, an analyst with Bloomberg Intelligence. But a consistent drop in quality, starting with this game, he said, might drive Microsoft to shift its strategy or cut back the annual release schedule that Call of Duty has followed since 2005. Now, obviously, this is related to whether or not they stick with this format going forward, where half of the campaign is these open combat missions that I told you were going to be lame and terrible, and everybody said that they sounded great. Well, they're not great because they were trying to pad a campaign that was intended to be much shorter. And the multiplayer maps, they're just remakes, okay? And apparently, according to certain reports, those Modern Warfare 2 remade maps were planned to be put in earlier Call of Duties prior to now. So those have been shelved and saved for a while. So you basically didn't get much 
with this release. Don't worry, I'll talk about zombies in a second. And one added layer of frustration for the developers came from the fact that they had to run everything by Infinity Ward. According to the article, developers also said they were frustrated at having to run their content by executives from Infinity Ward, the Activision studio that's normally responsible for the Modern Warfare series. Staff on the game said that they dealt with inefficiencies, waiting on feedback and making significant and sometimes unwanted changes based on directives from above. So basically, Sledgehammer was tasked with building something in a universe that isn't quote-unquote theirs, right? It's Infinity Wars. They had to run everything by Infinity Wars. So not only did they make a terrible decision to force them to do this, but they baked in inefficiencies in how the game was built. So from the bottom to the top, this was inefficient, this was ineffective, and mismanaged. This all falls on leadership and management who pushed for this, and as typical in these scenarios, the developers are the ones who take the brunt of it, and the consumers are the ones who get the short end of the stick. So, how has the launch gone? How's it gone? You know, here's everything that led to this game's release. Well, for starters, we know that the campaign was received incredibly poorly. A three to four hour campaign where half of the missions are quote unquote open combat. My concern about those missions being spec ops or DMZ style missions with generic objectives turned out to be true. Almost as if I drew it up on a board for the company and told them what to build. But even the other half of the campaign is so obviously half-baked. Bugs, glitches, some missions that only last a few minutes at best. Three out of the total 15 missions actually play out like a classic Call of Duty-style mission. But what about the multiplayer? That's just the campaign, okay? Well, according to Insider Gaming, maps had to be pulled within 24 hours of launch. Quote, the multiplayer for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 has been live for less than 24 hours, and already Activision is pulling maps from rotation. And the maps and the reasoning are thus. Quarry, Rundown, and Scrapyard have been temporarily removed from Hardpoint playlist while we investigate an issue causing unfavorable spawns. And according to Insider Gaming, another map was hit as well. Later on, the account posted that it was removing the Karachi map from the Cutthroat playlist in order to, quote, resolve an issue causing a player to spawn along side enemies if you didn't see the clips on twitter they were hilarious albeit evidence that this game was slapped together in a very short amount of time you literally have been making call of duty for what decades now and you can't figure out spawns in your own game it was a joke i mean there was a guy literally spawning after death and non-stop enemies were spawning right in front of him. Now, other people are weighing in on this. Digital Trends called the game a new low and said the multiplayer was good in spurts. Quote, I did enjoy spurts of fun online with Modern Warfare 3 when I was able to settle into a groove and just enjoy the gunplay. As with most multiplayer gaming, it's considerably more entertaining with friends when you can strategize and laugh in equal measure. Still... There's only so much nonsense I can tolerate before my level of irritation overtakes the joys of camaraderie. For every irksome quirk, there's something else that compounds it to push me beyond my limits. So they took issue with the UI, the heavy push for microtransactions in a $70 game. There was inconsistent time to kill along with the bad spawns as well as there was just issues with latency and lag and even crashes according to some people. But what about zombies, right? I thought, well, maybe zombies, I said it. I was like, this will probably be the shining star of Modern Warfare 3 because Treyarch helped, Sledgehammer also worked on it, and High Moon. I was like, well, you threw three studios at this, maybe zombies will be good. 
According to IGN, though its loot and escape mechanics can create both exciting situations and a lot of risk and reward calculations for you and your squad of two others, they feel opposed to what Zombies normally offers. Now, this was a concern I saw echoed by players before Zombies even launched. They were basically saying, this isn't the Zombies that we asked for. This isn't the zombies that we would want. And I said, well, maybe they're trying to open up zombies to more players to make it, you know, more uh, approachable, make it more fun. And uh, many people, I think, are weighing in. And IGN said that they felt that the openness of the DMZ feel for zombies, it leads to a lot of picking and choosing your fights. But it also then leads to a lot of prep time, making for a pretty slow experience. And that slow pace, they actually feel is woven throughout they said the following this slow pace where it feels like you spend a lot of time not doing much and with little direction prepping for one or two interesting things to happen later infests the whole experience but it does the most damage to operation deadbolt's story and they feel it's delivered in a way that just doesn't excite they said it's all developed through uninspired mmo like mini objectives complete enough objectives and you'll get to play dedicated story missions but there's a lot of boring stuff to get through before you can even see what the story of Operation Deadbolt is about. Now, they went on to say that they got stalled out on progressing because they needed to get a convoy of trucks, and I guess they spawned randomly, and they couldn't advance until this happened. Now, while the story was described as listless, they did say that some of zombies leads to great moments, but there were sessions ruined by crashes where they were losing the gear and their progress, and that means you got to start over and get back up to full strength again. Now, they also said they dealt with stuttering, lag, even clipping where they thought they were safe and like zombies were hitting them through walls and while their view and review of zombies is ongoing they said the following the combination of zombies and DMZ hasn't done either mode any favors DMZ's risk and reward calculus benefits from the danger of other players lingering just out of sight zombies previous adventures through twisting convoluted maps are made exciting by the pressing danger of an increasing threat Operation Deadbolt has neither of those things and at least in the first few hours it's worse for the loss of both and it was honestly hard to find any other reviews of modern warfare 3 multiplayer or zombies the general consensus i'm seeing on twitter i'm seeing in comments on youtube i'm seeing from the community here is that it just isn't looking very good there's not a lot of redeemable parts to call of duty modern warfare 3 so what are my thoughts on this because i was looking forward to this game i really really liked the story in mw2 I'm frustrated at two different levels. At one level, I see a lot of great story and characters and and a lot of great potential just wasted. It's not just a matter of being disappointed as a consumer who felt like, well, I didn't get my money's worth. I'm a fan of the story and the characters that led up to this point. And they just absolutely, in my estimation, just crashed, landed the plane very sloppily. But at another level, it's frustrating when you predict something like this. I would have taken more enjoyment out of being wrong okay especially when i'm looking forward to the game and as time goes on and we get closer to the game's launch it becomes apparent the game will not deliver i went through this with diablo 4 i went through this with starfield and now i'm going through it with modern warfare 3 even though 2023 has been an incredible year it's unfortunate that the game and ip with some of the most money and most support behind it would land so blatantly half done which leads to two important questions 
first and most importantly, is this the real plan going forward? There were rumors that there was going to be this huge shift with Call of Duty. There was going to be this big change. And that this would be how they were going to do it from now on. This is how they're going to achieve their annual releases again. Well, the hope would be that this Call of Duty is so bad that they would never do this again. And it also, I think, is it stands to reason that the next Call of Duty has probably had more time and more people working on it. I actually think the next Call of Duty is going to be a reboot of Black Ops 1. And that certainly is not a title to reboot and push out with a half-baked story. To this day, Black Ops 1 is one of the better and more creative Call of Duty stories. But my second question is this, and I believe this is almost equal in importance. What does Xbox think? I'm seeing folks who like to bash Xbox take advantage of this bad launch, claiming this is Xbox quality or, oh, this is what you can expect from Call of Duty on Game Pass. I genuinely think these are bad takes. Not only does Modern Warfare 3 have nothing to do with Xbox and Microsoft, we already know that Microsoft and Xbox are counting on the game sales revenue as part of their acquisition of Activision Blizzard. And this type of launch is a threat to that. With the recent news that Matt Booty is now overseeing ZeniMax and Bethesda games, will Xbox feel the same need to create oversight for Call of Duty? The best case scenario would be that this launch is so bad they never try anything like this ever again. It cannot be a good look to leadership and the executives who push this out. I would assume that at some level, Xbox and Phil Spencer want an explanation because this feels kind of similar to what happened with Redfall. They buy a company and they inherit a bunch of really bad leadership decisions, which then lead to embarrassing launches under their freshly minted ownership. It honestly feels like a case of bad luck for Xbox. Twice now, a newly acquired company has pushed out a game that was obviously not even remotely ready for primetime. So I think the biggest question isn't really about what Activision wants to do. Ultimately, the future now falls under Xbox ownership. So, will Xbox leadership allow this type of launch again in the future, or will they ask for a course correction? Only time will tell. So let me give you my uh, my thoughts and my conclusions on this, right? <laughs> Call of Duty will always draw criticism and complaint, okay? It's unavoidable. But this launch feels completely different. Clocking in with the lowest scores we've seen this year is an embarrassment for this franchise. In a year where disasters like Gollum and King Kong have released, Call of Duty should be the last game racing to the bottom of the bad game list for 2023. The second thing I want to say is, fans of the franchise have every right to be angry. Activision didn't just charge 70 bucks for what is obviously a DLC. They took a great story and they crash landed so many elements of it. I can't see any big fans of Call of Duty or the story up to now being satisfied with how this turned out. More than that, it really, really strengthens my belief that they're going to pivot to a Black Ops reboot next year. They very clearly were like, we got to kind of wrap up this Modern Warfare stuff, these stories. Let's just kind of quickly crash it all down to the ground so that then we, you know, we can move on to the next game. My conclusion is this. The future of Call of Duty is certainly not in jeopardy, but it is a bit cloudy. If this is the method that they use to get their annual releases out the door, we will always face clear degradation. The first game will be great. It had the longest time to cook. The second game will be good, but then the third game will always be a disaster. 
slapped together and rushed out in the shortest time possible. As I said, the most important question has yet to be answered. What does Xbox think about all of this? Now, I doubt we're going to get any clear answers. Like, Xbox isn't going to come out and say, hey, we were ticked about that. Like, we stepped in. But in the coming years, I think it should become obvious. Are they happy with a game launch that is this bad? It is actually hurting sales. Sales are down for this title. Or will they push for major changes? All we know is that the ball, as they say, is in Microsoft's court because, well, they bought the ball. And that's the show open. Thank you guys so much for being here. Make sure you're going through your morning rituals. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Big day today. We will be co-streaming the Game Award nominations. Let's set our sights on 200 likes. Let's set our sights on the member goal. Uh, And appreciate you guys always helping us hit that. And I got some coffee orders already printed this morning. So those of you that ordered over the weekend, those should be going out today so thank you for the people that did that lona wasn't joking no no it's 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 racing to the bottom as the lowest wanting to be the lowest scored game of the year it's an absolute disaster and i i find the the thing that's most frustrating about it <clears throat> the thing that's most frustrating about it is they're out here telling the public stuff that we just know isn't true Bones zero one, you shot first today. That is not a gifted member. Thank you so much. And then Joker Quinn gifts a member. Excuse me. And that is two members already on the day. We had a brand new member, non-gifted, jump in at the start. Thank you so much for doing that during the show open. And John always comes in and gifts a member. Little member train going on right now. We're at around 3,000 members. Listen, guys, 3,500 members is the goal this week. Before I take a break, I will be out of town next week for Thanksgiving. One week off. Uh, We should have some uploads for you. We should. I don't know. We'll see. Uploads do well here, but they're not really our main thing. Our main thing is the live show. And it takes a lot of extra effort for me to front load and record a bunch of videos for when I'm going to be gone, but we're going to try to do that if we can, if we can find things that we think are good topics and good quality videos for you. So that is that is an unknown, but just the live show will not be happening next week, week of Thanksgiving. I will be out of town. Uh, that's a great reason to stay connected in the Discord. That's a great reason to stay connected uh, by following uh, on the other places where we hang out, like Twitter and stuff. And that's a great way to make sure that once I come back in town, you don't miss those shows once we kick back up. You can tell it only cooked for 16 months. It's clearly not ready. What's good, Big Lido? Good to see you. Uh, yes, Derek, today are the nominations. Appreciate everybody being here. Goddess Omega says, while I don't typically play the campaign, I think it's tragic that they tank that for the people that play it. Yeah, I am actually way more frustrated by that. I'm way more frustrated by that. Like, the fact that they took really cool characters, really cool stories... And they just absolutely crashed the plane, bro. I mean, it, it, it they, they wrapped it up so stinking fast. And the weird thing was they brought certain characters kind of back into it only to be like, yeah, man, I, you're out now. Like, I don't know. I don't really understand some of the ways they set things up in these games. Big Lido, thanks for jumping back in as a member. I appreciate it. I don't really, not that I feel like it's a huge spoiler. I don't really want to spoil anything. But, oh, is it not falling under, uh, 
Okay. That, well, that's open critic. I thought somebody. I thought I saw a screenshot this morning. I made sure in the show open to say one of the lowest scores this year, and that's why I said it feels like they're racing to the bottom. I don't necessarily think that Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three has the lowest score of the year. I thought I saw somebody post the Metacritic and said it was. Maybe they were looking at the user score. All I said was one of the lowest. So it is. It is one of the lowest scores this year. Regarding the COD rumors. They are never this off, so what caused them to shift from DLC to full game? The ABK merger holdup had to make them change course. They ruined an iconic villain, wasted him in a four-hour story. Yeah, I mean, if you really think about it, if you really think about it, they ruined Makarov. That's right. Like, it's what a tragedy to bring him back. Like, that, that end credit scene in MW2... Oh, it's got a 30%. Well, it's got a 28% on Steam, if I'm reading this correctly. Yeah, a 28% on Steam. That is so low. Goodness gracious. If you haven't noticed, Reforge Gaming never cusses, so you should probably keep chat the same. Uh, You don't need to moderate chat. We have moderators. You also don't really get to call the shots here. My chat does not have that rule. So you don't you don't need to be barking at chat. As a fairly new member of the community, that's really out of order, man. Like we got we rerun the show here, right? We we do not require people to not use swear words in the chat. That's not that's never been a rule here. Making one billion in ten days last year made them change course. Right. I mean there's there's multiple I think there's multiple angles of of uh how do I want to say this? There's multiple angles of motivation here. Okay, number one, I definitely think they looked at how well last year did and thought, let's go again. I also think, okay, I also think this could be related to the merger. They may have thought, hey, if this deal stalls out or takes too long or I don't even know, maybe doesn't happen, then let's have another annual release. We're going to need that money, bro. We're going to need that money. Like, executives might have been looking at this and being like, it's our last chance for those annual bonuses. You know, that might all get restructured after the merger. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Dave1D with 10 months. Thanks for the content. Stay awesome. Thank you so much, Dave1D, for jumping back in as a member. I think COD needs to take a big, long walk. I, I actually think they have good ideas and do good things. I just think you need more time anytime you're going to create something like this. Gollum has a 36% on Steam. Redfall has a 31 Yeah, so Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 actually dropped below each of those, right? The problem is, as long as the multiplayer is playable, and this year a lot of people love the changes, it will stay on top of the charts with like 80% sales last year. All right, well, hang on, though. Track with me. This is a mistake I think a lot of people make, and it's totally fair that you make the mistake. I don't expect people to be, like, checking every jot and tittle of every company's budget. That's ridiculous. What you're saying is correct, but you have to consider something. When their sales drop below projections, that can be very damaging. So, yes comparatively you are correct to say oh it's going to be up at the top of the charts no matter what like that happened with call of duty vanguard right no i am not on low latency today i kept it on normal so 
it can be really, really destructive to a company this size. When you have this many studios and this much money going into the property, then missing your sales projections could be really bad. Yo, what's good, Feed? I see you in the chat. Do you understand what I'm saying? You're not wrong. No matter what, they're going to they're gonna chart, they're going to have crazy sales, they're going to be one of the most sold games this year. However, we're already seeing sales reductions in some markets. I saw a tweet this morning that said, top of the charts, top of the charts, but then it was like down 25% or something comparatively. Like it's not doing well compared to other years and then that's gonna hurt i would imagine because they're there i would think you're hoping to make that money wouldn't they project for lower sales by now though they know what happens when they i don't know i don't know hen that's fair pushback i mean i think i think that's fair pushback somebody could say listen internally they lowered their projections because they knew what was going to happen they were you know their budget was lower they were anticipating making less money on this you could be correct that that was the case but again, my hope would be that that is then financial incentive for them to never do this again. They're like, man, we, we had lower expectations on sales, but good golly, this is a disaster. I don't think this is going to go well for them, personally. I don't think so. I think this, I think this has them completely reassess the strategy of, hey man, we should do these open combat missions and we should do... You know, we we sh- we we should have a a a bunch of remade maps, and we, we no, I don't think they're going to do this again. I think this is absolutely biting them right on the rear end. The timing lines up for the acquisition to have some sort of impact, but MW two was probably the biggest factor. Acquisition by Activision Blizzard uh, was reported in January of 2022. April of 2022, Call of Duty officially ditches annual releases, but there's an ugly catch. Yeah, it is weird that that all happened in conjunction. Like reports of the, you know, the buyout. Four months later, we see internal emails from Activision Blizzard indicating that they're going to ditch the annual release schedule. Parasito says, my guess is that all the pre-order guys got it last week, broke out in Copium, and told their friends it was still a good game. Their friends got in over the weekend, and it left a bad taste in their mouth. It dropped 5 to 10% review in under 48 hours on Steam. I mean, I also wonder sometimes, Parasito, if there are people who just literally play day one. You know what I'm saying? Like, in their mind, November 10th gets, bl- like, just branded onto the side of their brain. You know? And they're like, November 10th, I'm gonna play. Like, I don't even know if word of mouth from, you know, coping COD players played a factor here. I just know early access is not on everybody's radar a lot of times. Buzzy says, what if they did this to avoid layoffs? Missing sales projections at other companies are leading... To layoffs and what if they cook this up in to gear to hold on to their workforce rather than doing what all the other companies are doing i mean i don't know fuzzy wouldn't it have been better to sell this for 40 bucks and make tons of money on a great a celebrated and substantive dlc with classic maps like don't you think i mean i'm not saying you're wrong i'm saying don't you think they would have planned at least i would have thought if you're trying to maximize your sales it would have made more sense to do a dlc i mean it would have been celebrate maybe not i mean maybe they just knew the projections on a 70 dollar 100 dollar special edition the projections on that might have been so strong 
that it exceeded their projections on like a $40 DLC. Because people may have a growing, maybe not a growing stigma. There may be sort of this latent carryover stigma with DLC with Call of Duty because in the past, if you bought the, the, the DLC, you got the maps, but if your buddy didn't buy the DLC, he didn't get the maps. Maybe they just saw that as being like, no, yeah, we're not going to get nearly as much money if we try and sell a $40 DLC. They were trying to keep this all a secret, and we know how secret keeping goes on the modern internet. So they keep buying said vacation if a pattern of crap develops. That's the question, but mixed patterns keep that crap ingrained. I'm not sure what you're saying. I could definitely see Microsoft having some modicum of foresight and trying to minimize layoffs immediately after the acquisition Eugene says absolutely nuts the sales differences between this and Modern Warfare 2 are nuts this thing is not selling like other CODs that's what I'm saying like it's it's already had a huge impact on sales so that's why I pushed back on the notion of like well it's still going to chart and it's still going to sell like crazy and I'm like yeah but it's going to sell bad for a call of duty you have to see my previous comment to understand. A lot of people treat this game like a vacation. They book the date and say, I will play this through hell or high water, just like some vacations can be disappointing the same principle. Now, should they keep buying said vacation if a pattern of crap develops? That's the question. Oh, okay, now I understand. I was like, what are you talking about? Microsoft should shut down COD for a year. Well, I think the reality of the situation has more to do with how much does it cost them to launch the annual release and how much money can they make on the annual release? They're just going to weigh that. Ultimately, it comes down to a business decision. I think the business decision is now combined with an analysis of how poorly Modern Warfare 3 did. Is that going to affect us going forward? Like, If we do this again and anybody hears open combat mission that's going to be a disaster. Like, they basically can't do open combat missions again. As soon as that comes out of their mouth, everyone's going to be like, yep, we know what this is. You know, we know what this is. So Xbox and Activision together are going to assess how much of an impact this has had on sales going forward and what they simply cannot do going forward in order to, number one, they want to get the sales back up. And number two, they're going to measure it. Can we make the... Can we make the money and the profit that we want to by shoveling something out every year? Or do we stand to make more money by doing something every other year? I don't think they're going to shut it down for a year. More than likely, more than likely, the the plan is to, I think they're already working on this. I think it's probably been in development for quite some time. They have a Black Ops 1 reboot on the way. That's what I think. And it's probably been in development long developed it's probably been in development long enough that it's going to be quite good. That would be my thought. Cloud Strife with 10 months of memberships. The real question is are we surprised? This has been a cash grab for quite some time now. Uh, now with Microsoft needing their 69 billion back dumpster fire. I honestly think this. I think that's the absolute worst take that I see consistently made by people. Why is anybody surprised? What do you mean? The Modern Warfare reboot and the Modern Warfare 2, the campaigns were largely celebrated and praised by people. Now, again, 
you want to get in discussions about the multiplayer and the skill-based matchmaking or the or the whatever that's a separate discussion the modern warfare campaign received good scores and and praise and critical acclaim modern warfare 2 similarly i don't think it scored as well i think the modern warfare reboot was the high was the high point and then modern warfare 2 fell a little bit lower than that those games were not garbage they weren't bad nobody bought them and played the campaign and thought these are terrible now there were people who bought modern warfare 2 and took issues with some of the glitches and the bugs but this whole thing of like this this sweeping generalization of well cod's always been bad why is anybody surprised and it's like what do you mean man the campaigns are usually pretty good like traditionally speaking you know i don't know about vanguard but traditionally speaking even the even the bad call of duties had fun campaigns or at least compelling stories or at least they were good length you know they weren't three hours long with open combat missions x cal with 18 months in a vip this is solely bla- uh, solely based on multiplayer only. The game is mostly played for multiplayer, and they are pulling maps and spawns uh, are atrocious. It's unacceptable for a team with this much experience. The question you have to ask yourself is, what's everybody else doing? If 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 Sledgehammer, if Sledgehammer was behind this, and that's why, right? They built it in sixteen months. Maybe they're less experienced, whatever. My question is, what's everybody else doing? What are what are all the what are all the other the other studios working on? That's what I'm saying. I think the next game is gonna be a Black Ops reboot and it'll probably be pretty awesome. Boohoo, the one percent of players said are sad because the campaign sucks. I mean, I know that people like to dismiss the campaigns in Call of Duty. They've done it for a really long time, but it was clearly a part of the motivation the last two call of duties uh, did they do this with the modern warfare reboot but the last two if you pre-ordered you got a week of early access to the campaign i think it's i think it's very very dismissive and reductionist to be like yep yeah, campaign doesn't matter because i don't play it or the vast majority of players don't really care they only you know they only play multiplayer they put an awful lot of work into the campaign in the Modern Warfare reboot and in Modern Warfare 2. The, 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 the two games prior to this, they put an awful lot of work into the campaign. The story, the characters, the mocap, I mean the cinematics. That's that's a lot of content to be like, yeah, who cares, boo-hoo, only 1% plays it. I don't know about that. I don't know why it was such a big priority then. If you think it's not a priority, what do you think would happen if Black Ops 1 came out and there was no campaign? Take a guess at what what do you think would happen. Seriously, think about it. Consider the other side. What do you think would happen if Black Ops 1 reboot comes out and they're like, yeah, we're not doing a campaign. Only 1% of you play the campaign. You think that would go over well for them? You think that would be received well and sell well? Been reviewed 25,000 times in the Xbox store. It has a 2.5. During the launch a year ago, Call of Duty hit nearly 500,000 players on Steam alone. So far, Modern Warfare 3 has failed to break 180,000, and the recent reviews are sitting at a 44. Yeah, it's a disaster. I'm telling you, it's a disaster. This is not like a, oh, 
There's no big deal. Call of Duty's always bad. No, this is pretty much a disaster, bro. Something I just now realized. Yeah, look at that. App type in Steam. It's it's classified as DLC. Uh-huh. Did you see the screenshots, Parasito, of people putting their Modern Warfare 3 discs into their Xboxes without internet? And it goes to install it, and it shows that it's Modern Warfare 2. Did you see those screenshots? Those are beautiful. Talents with the $5 super chat tip. I'm having fun with the multiplayer. I haven't run any issues. Should have been 40 or 50 bucks, but hey, I'm having hum- fun. Hopefully Treyarch game is fire. Thank you so much, Talents. You think COD could see a kind of cratering in player base like Destiny? Well, it's of a different kind. I think that's a good question, Gothmog. It's of a different kind. I don't necessarily think Call of Duty's in trouble because Warzone, Warzone's going to Warzone. This is a threat to their, their like annual injection of big money. Like every year being able to sell a full price game and being one of the top selling games that year. Like that's a lot of cash. For the record, I'm a fan. Apologies to you in the chat. No, you're fine. You're fine. I just told you. Like, you know, walking in a room that you just started hanging out in and telling people how to behave is a little out of order. There's no reason to apologize uh, 20 minutes later either. MW2 debuted with 268,000 concurrent. MW3 was around 168,000 way down. Yeah, because it quickly turns sour. You can't get your concurrent player numbers up. You can't get your concurrent viewership up. If people are jumping in and jumping right back out, they're like, this is trash, bro. This is garbage. It it always quickly reverberates. It's very fast. It's like you blink and everyone's like, yeah, it's bad. It's real bad. Glitchy, buggy, crashy, whatever. And then they, they abandon ship. Just not in the DMZ zombies. I'm more into old school zombies. I actually thought the zombies would be the shining star. I thought, well, they got Treyarch to help out. They got High Moon to help out. I was like, okay, looks like they threw the most talented zombies. And I'm seeing not a lot of any praise at all for zombies. Call of Duty app on Steam peaked out of 190,000 yesterday evening. The all-time peak of 491 was a year ago with the Modern Warfare 2 release. Four hours into the release, people were tweeting that they had beat the campaign. Black Ops 4 had no campaign. Even if it's $70 DLC, you're still getting more because you're getting six season of new maps and content. Other games are charging 15 for one fatality. I think that's an interesting comparison as a way to defend this. Black Ops 4 not having a campaign doesn't feel relevant to the discussion, right? Well, they treated you worse in the past. Oh, okay. Well, just because you didn't shove me down the stairs doesn't mean you didn't hurt me by punching me in the face. Like, well, I mean, I shoved you down the stairs a couple years ago, so you should be grateful I only punched you. It's like, you still did something that was bad. You still mistreated the customers. And the the, the, the new maps. What do you mean new maps? All the maps are remakes. Not Not only are they remakes, they are maps that they've seemingly been sitting on for a while. there's documents to indicate this. I didn't include this in the show open because it was going to get muddy and confusing. And I didn't think I could talk about it in a way that would fit in the monologue. But they've been sitting on these remade maps since the MW reboot. Did you know that? They were potentially going to trot them out in the MW reboot. 
then they were potentially going to be part of MW2 or a DLC for MW2. And then they clearly were playing DLC for MW2, and then they switched it to MW3, and they're calling it a full game. You see what I'm saying? Like, you're, like listen, it, I understand where you're coming from. You're like, oh, man, we should just be thankful for what we have. Let me be honest with you. In 2023, I don't have to be thankful for what I have. I don't have to be thankful for your table scrap $70 game. Do you want to know why? This is one of the best years in gaming in like 15 years. I'll go freaking play something else, bro. I got Spider-Man 2 I can play. You know? There are people that are still enjoying Starfield, even though I didn't enjoy it. That game still has people playing it. People are going to go play Starfield. Halo Infinite's having a bit of a bounce back. People will go play that. You know? There's RoboCop. There's Baldur's Gate 3. There's The Legend of Zelda. There's so many games you could be playing right now. Super Mario Brothers Wonder. I don't need to play your table scraps $70 game book. Well, you should be thankful for what you have. What are you talking about? We, I'm not like an impoverished gamer. Like, we're out here starving for good games. We've had great games this year. There are still new maps in the sense that we haven't seen them in 15 years. Heck, 75% of the player base has never seen them. Homie, I, I mean, again, I understand the logic you're applying, but I think the proof is in the pudding, brother. The numbers are terrible. The sales numbers are bad. The concurrent player numbers are bad. The reviews are bad. The critical acclaim is bad. Like, I get where you're coming from, but it's what you're saying is obviously not very compelling to the general public. They're all walking away from the game very quickly and giving it a bad score. Now, you could say all that, and you could be right for your own personal experience. You're like, dude, I'm having a good time. This, this isn't as bad as everybody's making it out to be. Yeah, I mean, you got guys that are still playing Remnant 2. Resident Recon's like 200 hours in Remnant 2. I'm not starving for a good game. I'm playing one. Well stated. That's exactly right. You don't need to play some table scraps, dude. There's all there's so many games to play right now. I, I just... I'm, I'm done with Spider-Man 2. And I want to dive into Alan Wake 2. Now, I decided, because I only had an hour, and I was like... What can I do for an hour? I didn't want to like get into Alan Wake 2 and have to stop. I want to be able to play that for at least a two-hour stint. So I was like, well, let me do some stuff on the Ghost of Tsushima map that I haven't finished. Because I got, you know, kind of Jones in for like open map clearing from Spider-Man. And so I went back in. I, you know, I got a couple of things done in Tsushima. But my plan is to jump into Alan Wake 2. I'm still waiting on a patch for Final Fantasy 16's performance mode. I, I don't think we're ever going to get one, to be quite honest. Um, but, but there are too many good games right now. I can go work on Alan Wake 2. I'm not going to like force myself to play Modern Warfare 3. Modern Warfare DLC. I have Alan Wake 2 and Liza P lined up next. That's what I'm saying, dude. We're eating real good. If you're like me and you can only play in short stints, there are so many games in my backlog, bro. I finished Phantom Liberty. I finished Spider-Man. Like that is a big deal for me in my current schedule to like take the time to like okay I'm gonna go all the way through a game I'm just really really busy I mean especially during soccer season when I was coaching my my daughter's soccer team it's like yeah I don't I don't have a whole lot of time do you honestly think when I have a little bit of time I'm gonna play a game like Modern Warfare 3 are you like no way I've got limited time dude the performance patch may be the PS5 Pro dad Gummit, you may be right. Yeah, Broken Lobo, he may be right. 
Noon, they announced Spider-Man, Final Fantasy, Baldur Gate 3, Legend of Zelda, and two unworthy games. That's our second stream of the day. We're going to go there in like an hour, okay? At around 11.30, we'll go over there. I believe that's at noon. Uh, yeah, the, the game the, the game awards 2023, the nominees will be at noon. Guys, do me a favor. We're about 50 minutes into the stream. We haven't even been streaming for an hour yet. Let's have a killer day. Let's hit 300 likes. You guys are crushing that like count. You guys are killing it. Let's hit that. If you've never been a member in a stream before, consider becoming a member. You get access to my extra content and my members only discord. We can also gift members. We're shooting for a 3,500 member count. Right now we're at 3,000. We came up with a really good incentive the other night, and now I can't remember what it was. What did you guys say we should do for 3500 I completely forget. The weekend goes, and I, I forget everything. If the game's released as a $40 DLC, honestly, would everyone not just be saying, we want a new game? I don't agree with that take, no. No. Because I don't think people would say, well, why wouldn't you just give us a new game? I think the, I think they would play it for the 40 bucks and be like that was pretty good $40 DLC and then I think they would celebrate the remastered maps why? Well because it's a DLC for MW2. That's more celebration worthy. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I I understand what you're saying. I do think there are there are gamers there's a breed of gamer out there that will always complain it doesn't matter what you give them they'll always complain okay my my kids are eight and ten and they can have the best day of their life and be smiling ear to ear and if something disappointing happens at the end of the game at the end of the day it's like the whole world is ending right they forget all the fun they had why well they're young right they haven't matured they, they struggle with these things, right? They struggle to regulate their emotions and all these things. I think there are people that just never have really grown out of that, you know? They're in their 30s, and it just doesn't matter. It's like, no matter what you get, you're unhappy, okay? I'll admit that's true. I don't think the overwhelming response, the reviews, the critics, the player scores... I don't think the overwhelming consensus would be that, yeah, this MW2 DLC is trash! We'd be genuinely upset if Starfield makes the list. I like the game. I don't think it should be Game of the Year contender in the year that we've had. I don't think I'd be upset. I think I would be disappointed that more deserving a more deserving game got bumped. We In my prediction stream, I outlined 12 games. Six that I predicted and six honorable mentions. There are 12 games that completely outpaced Starfield with respect to critical and commercial and consumer reception like overwhelmingly outpaced it and for people to be like well why do you always care what everybody else says i'm speaking about the voting process like when it comes to the game awards what we saw from the public the critics the aggregate scores that's supposed to be at some level a determination of who gets up on the podium and there are far more deserving games far more deserving that's not even a matter of opinion. That's just an objective reality of measurement. Like you just measure how games performed this year. Like, you know, that's a, that's a, that's not the subject today though. The subject today is Modern Warfare 3. We can have that discussion when we watch Keeley's stream. So, 
I, I, I know people get really upset when that subject comes up, and I'm sure we'll have a hot debate in that stream because people are going to be mad either way. They're either going to be mad that it did or they're going to be mad that it didn't. It just depends on which side of the fence that you're on. I'm not going to be mad. I'm going to be like, that's disappointing. You bumped something more deserving. So... If you understand metrics, you can estimate the ranking. Yeah, it's not difficult. Anyways, let's let's keep things back on Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. We've got an hour before we can even go over there and start discussing the Game of the Year, or the Game Awards nominations, okay? And Keeley updated the font and logo. It looks really nice. I didn't do it for my thumbnail. I didn't have a chance to go get the uh, the press kit, but I like the new logo and stuff. It looks really good. It looks, looks really sharp. Uh, yes, we will be game streaming those nominations. I'm sorry, game streamings? We will be co-streaming the game nominees. Yes, yes, yes. Um, good morning, Cat Uncle. How are you? Any chance that ABK made this DLC a full game to finish up the Sony contract? Okay, I've seen that theory floated. And I don't know if that's what the contract stipulated. Did the contract stipulate that they owed them one more annual release, which would then have meant they would have had to have done one next year outside of the contract? It was my understanding that the contract basically ends in March of next year. Now, I don't, again, I don't know the contract. Could I envision a world where the contract is written in such a way where if there wasn't an annual release, before the end of the contract that they were then owed one I don't know Joker Quinn gifts a member he says come on boys we can hit 3500 members no problem appreciate you guys so so much thank you for doing that if you guys can remember the thing we came up with I think we talked about it in a member stream or a VIP stream put it in the discord I cannot remember what we came up with Skatenator with the layup Easy score there, 5 out of 25. We'll see if you can tempt any of the big boys to drop a 20 bomb. Thank you so much, Skatenator. I thought it was one more full game. I thought the contract was one more full game. Okay, if, and this is a big if, if the contract stipulated it in such a way so that if they didn't give them one more full game, okay, that then they 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 owed them another one or something like that. Yeah, it's skate. That's an eight. Skateinator, not skankinator. That's a very different name. Donald Johnson says, "Thank you, Skateinator. I can't afford one right now, so thank you." I love when the generosity of this community lands on the right people. Thank you so much for doing that. That's a big if. I, that'd be such a weird contract. We would need somebody to look into that. I've not looked into the contract. I don't even know if it's publicly viewable, okay? That's a lot of speculation. That, like, yeah, if we don't get a full release by March of 2024, well, then you, like, owe us one. It was my understanding that the contract entailed things like, the, you know, PlayStation gets to do the marketing, PlayStation gets certain things early. And the 20 bomb comes in from Kratos. He takes the bait and slams it home. And Senua speaks out on the stream to celebrate that 20 bomb. Thank you so much. Kratos has been dropping absolute bombs on the chat. He is taking away the crown of biggest gifter, no doubt, this month. 
Thank you, Krayos. Guys, if you just got a gifted membership from Krayos, be sure to say thank you. If you could afford your own membership and you're like, hey, I can pay for my own, you can gift a single membership and pay it forward to somebody else. Thank you so much for doing that. I could conceive of that being a thing. Like, if that's how the contract was stipulated, I could see them being like, listen, we've we've got to give them one more release. And the Agent of Chaos is Cat Uncle. He pushes the line one more beyond and gives us 26, which means we're on our way to the next goal. Every 25, I gift five. So thank you guys so much for making that possible. I currently owe you guys five members. My brother currently doesn't have one. We got to make sure and get him one. He's at a situation where like they can't connect the payouts because he does. he's teaching in South Korea. So we always make sure and take care of him. Krayos is going for the Eknor Award. He really is. He really is. John always says, Derek's looking naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely is. I, so I'll admit that, dude. I'll admit it. Like, I can see, I can see a world where the contract stipulated that, and they were like, look, we've got to give them one last game. Let's just do it. Let's just slap this together, beef this up, and we'll ship it, and then we'll be done with the contract. I just don't think that's what it is. I really don't. I really and I really and truly don't think so. I number one, I don't think the contract stipulates that. I think that that would be very strange. The contract seemed to be more of a marketing and first dibs contract, right? Like they get first dibs on betas and stuff. And I, I just don't see them being like, <laughs> we're gonna skip a year next year. Don't you think somebody would have said, but we owe PlayStation a game? Like, don't you think that would have been a part of the conversation somewhere? That'd be in an email somewhere. I thought I had one of those privacy magnets over this webcam. (laughs) If that contract is written, written well, that wouldn't work. That's what I'm saying. The likelihood of a contract being written in that way, I find that to be unlikely. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying I find that to be unlikely. I think the easiest explanation is the simplest one. And there were executives at decision-making levels who said, we want one last big release before we're under new ownership. I honestly think they thought this this buyout was going to get pushed into 2024. 33 months from Hilly Hijinks and it's a VIP. says, no more vulgarity or curse words in my membership milestone. Walking in the light now. Well, I appreciate that, brother. Welcome. In, in many ways, welcome. Here comes Holly. That's right. Also makes the contract sound super stupid. Sounds ripe for a lawsuit. Yeah. I'm of the opinion that this had to do with executive level decisions at, at Activision Blizzard saying, let's get one last big release. Last minute predictions for most nominated game, most nominated publisher, biggest surprise, biggest snub. Oh gosh. Healy knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, save that for later. Keely knows what he's doing, dude. He's out there farming. He is farming those impressions today. Good for him. Good for them. He he's built something spectacular. I, I hope he makes a ton of money from this. I hope it's a smashing success. I love what he does for the gaming industry. Sledgehammer wanted to make Advanced Warfare 2 instead of Modern Warfare 3. 
Well, and according to the Bloomberg report, they were working on something where you were going to be in like Mexico City for a DLC, or maybe not Mexico City, but in Mexico. It wasn't going to be the big, like, as they said, globe trotting, you know, multi cast member campaign. Paco with 19 months and a VIP. Thank you so much. Good to see those VIPs in chat. <clears throat> Bobby needs a new beach house. Four to five houses is hard to maintain. That's right. That's right. That's what I think. I I also think that the the, the dialogue around this being like <sighs> I think the dialogue around this focusing on Xbox I just think is stupid. I think what you're doing is is you're letting a bad decision, bad management and bad leadership, you're letting them off the hook by trying to blame Xbox. Like they just think that that's silly. This was clearly a leadership decision that had nothing to do with Microsoft. What's good, Brap? Good morning. Swoozy with three months. I came late, guys. Can I get a quick summary of what's going on with Call of Duty? So let me give you guys a summary. We're one hour into the broadcast. You can help us out by smashing like, becoming a member, or gifting a member. You can hit subscribe so you can talk in the chat. Do all those things. I'm going to give you guys a summary, all right? So Bloomberg dropped a report according to people who worked on Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. It was basically built in like 16 months. Nobody's really surprised by that because the game so clearly is slapped together and not ready. But it was apparently a reboot. They were working on something else and they were then tasked with making this. Now they're out here, Activision and and spokespersons for Call of Duty are out here trying to run damage control, trying to claim this was built over multiple years, it was a labor of love, it was never planned to be an expansion. They are not telling the truth, okay? It is very, very clear. Early 2022, they had no plans to do an annual release this year. More than that, people actually that worked on the project said what they were working on and were then tasked to work on something else and rebooted. And so to me... This is very clearly a sign where somebody came in the room and said, we need an annual release next year. Why? We don't know. But they decided that they needed one, and they basically forced Sledgehammer to crunch one out the door, and it barely got there. This is an Activision problem, not Microsoft, says Brap, given that this was decided prior to the acquisition. That is exactly right. That is exactly right. It's not like the acquisition ink dried and they were like, nope, it's no longer a DLC. Put a sticker on the jewel case. It's now Modern Warfare 3. Like, that just is not, that is not what happened, okay? That's, we, we all know that's not what happened. What I will say is this. Don't start none, won't be none, okay? <laughs> you know, don't start none, won't be none. There were a bunch of people out there in the social spaces running around celebrating Modern Warfare 3 as if it was a big Xbox title and then when it comes out and it's really bad all of a sudden they're like well this is not an Xbox title yeah well you kind of stuck your chin out don't don't be upset if it gets hit that's all I'm going to say that's all I'm going to say I didn't get in that fight on Twitter I don't care about that fight I think it's nothing but foolishness It's nothing but foolishness. Claiming it as an Xbox title was as foolish as saying this is an Xbox problem. They're both fools slinging mud. It's just stupid, all right? Straw manning. Do people just create new words when they feel wrong? 
No, straw manning is a thing. What 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 are you being accused of straw manning about? Straw manning is when you beat up on a bad argument. If some guy makes a really, really good substantive argument, he's like, and this is why we should install an interstate across the state. And you were like, basically what he's saying is, is that concrete is cheap and so is labor. And I think that's ridiculous. We all know it's super expensive. And that's not what he said. You basically create a really bad argument to wail on. You create a a straw man. An argument made of straw. So you can pummel it. It's easy. It's an it's 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 referred to as an argumentative fallacy. It's basically a a bad way of arguing to make it simple. You falsely summarize someone's argument in a weak way so that you can make it look like their argument is bad and you are right. It's extremely common. I think Microsoft needs to make the next Call of Duty a PS5 exclusive, but make it really, really stink. Sink the average exclusive rating and use it in their marketing. What? Oh, 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 make it a cot, a PS5 exclusive. Oh, you're just being ridiculous. Multiplayer is fine for MW3. The zombies in the campaign were mid, but I don't think that they had to do a lot of rushing. I don't think that had to do a lot of rushing DLC out. I think it's just bad design choices. Also, only smooth brains would call it a Xbox, an Xbox title. Here's the problem with saying multiplayer is fine. It's not. <laughs> It's not. They had to pull maps from rotation within the first 24 hours because the spawns were so bad. There are people complaining about lag and latency and crashes and weird time to kill and you're pulling maps out of rotation. Come on, dude. That's not fine. One of the biggest properties in existence, some of the most money, some of the most studios, and this is what you got. This is what you got? Come on. It's inexcusable. The game's been... How long have they been making Call of Duty? And they're like, uh, we just can't figure out the spawns. This isn't your first rodeo. What are you talking about? I said, fine, not good. Fine sounds like it's passable. I wouldn't call that passable. That's messed up. That's... I would say it's bad. Right? There's atrocious. There's bad. There's fine, there's good, there's great. Fine's like right down the middle. I don't see something right down the middle. It's a disaster. The player numbers are terrible. The scores are terrible. It's not fine. If it was fine, then your player numbers would be fine. And the player numbers are not fine. They're not they're not they're not showing us a a, a game that's like passable or okay or average. It looks really bad. Yeah, we will go over to the player, uh, the game, the game nominations um, shortly. I'll actually go ahead and schedule that now. We'll go over there at eleven thirty. That's what we'll be doing, so that we we do have a separate stream planned uh, today. Uh, a lot of the times we do a stream and then an upload. Today is a little bit different, and we will be doing a second stream. I actually like doing second streams. I think they're really really fun. But a lot of the times, there just isn't enough stuff going on, or maybe I don't have the energy. It takes a lot of energy to do two streams like this when we're like going back and forth for you know multiple hours. So, but we will be looking at those game, the Game Awards 2023 nominees will be reacting live. I'm sure it'll be a great, great 
debate. And uh, I will redirect you guys when that time comes. And I will gift all the members that I owe you guys when we get over there. Uh, that will be in about 40 minutes. So you guys can rack that number up if you want. We're setting our sights on 3,500 members. You guys have already crushed it. We already have 26 members uh, today. Thank you so much to Krayos for slamming that one home. Skatenator set that one up with a nice layup. So thank you guys uh, for doing that. And I'm getting this all set up for us. And we will go over there uh, at 11.30. That is when we will be heading to that live stream. Close that, close that. Perfect. All right, we can keep talking now. That's all set up and ready to go. And uh, Dylan Riggs jumps back in as a member, and it's a VIP. Thank you so much, Dylan Riggs. I appreciate that so, so much. Uh, really interested to see what was paid for, what, what was paid for to be in the VR category. Uh, well, yeah, I don't want to talk about that just yet. 26 months in a VIP from Vengeance. It's so nice to be in a stream where Alona wasn't spending the whole day being a Sony fanboy. Seriously though, Fork Knife was fun. Yes, it was. Oh my gosh. Community game night with Fortnite was such a good time. It was such a good time. Hilly says any other IP would be in serious trouble. COD can write it out, but fundamentally, they have lied about the game to make more money, and they keep lying. Hilly says, I don't wish them harm, but what they have done is awful. Yes, I agree. I, Solomon, if you believe this crap is worth 70, then you are higher than me. Is Solemn saying it's worth a 70? To anyone saying this should have been uh, a fun little cheap DLC, you were never going to get this many guns and maps in a DLC. You would get maybe two guns of each type and around five maps for a DLC. Okay, I'm going to push back on that. I think the fact that the maps are all remakes justifies them being used in a DLC. Especially since these maps have, according to everything we've heard, they have been sort of made and ready to go for a while. Um, So, don't agree there. As far as guns and number of guns... Also, don't agree. Uh, I don't think that that is a qualitative definer of anything. I think that's a quantitative definer. It's like, well, we have lots of guns. Okay, your Call of Duty, that's kind of par for the course, you know? I'm not impressed by a studio making a bunch of guns and putting them in a game. That's quite literally what you're supposed to do. That'd be like, yeah, we... we, uh, Put a bunch of cars in this car game. Yeah, that's kind of what you're supposed to do. No one's impressed that you can make the base level thing required for the game to work. Beyond that, I I think people saying that they feel like this is a DLC, you have to remember, they're talking about the fact that half the campaign's worthless, and only about 3 out of the 15 campaign missions are of the caliber of a classic Call of Duty campaign. And Sven says, 68% of the guns were from MW2. Derek gets a gifted member from Rissick. Rissick with the 5 bomb takes us to 31, setting up a nice 20 bomb agent of chaos. We'll see if anybody takes the bait to 20 bomb us to 50. Thank you so much, Rissick. Derek back in the saddle again as a member. Welcome back. Leonidas says, to be honest, the remade maps is what maps the game uh, makes the game enjoyable. Most new maps are really bad. And worse than the ones in the past. 
they had two guns a season, Lono. They ain't going to give you a full game's worth of guns in a DLC. They could, but they wouldn't. Okay, I'll, again, I'm going to take that action, Solemn. I don't think anybody is saying this should have been DLC exactly as it is. I think what they're saying is you guys should have just stuck with the plan to do a DLC. Seven traditional missions, some shorter than others, and maybe, I don't know, half the guns that they gave us, and then the uh, the maps, the remade maps. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I think you're creating a false criticism. I don't think people are saying, this should have been DLC, dot, 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 exactly as it is right now. Dylan gifts a member as well. Thank you so much. Dylan Riggs gifted a member and taking us to 32. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't think you're intentionally straw manning, but you're kind of straw manning. It's like people are like, well, this should have been DLC. They're not saying I should have gotten all of these guns, all of these maps, and all of these missions for 40 or 50 bucks. I think what they're saying is, is that you guys tried to stretch this. This is not a full game. They're doubling maps throughout the course of the year. The game is This game is DLC. It was meant to be an injection of content to keep MW2 running for two years. I agree with that. It's not a full game's worth of guns, says Eugene. So Eugene's even pushing back on the notion that this is a full game's worth of guns. Guys, thank you for so many viewers being here today. If you've never been here before, I go by Lono. This is Reforge Gaming. It's a daily video game talk show. I keep it safe for work. A lot of people tune in Monday through Friday and they throw me on in the background of their day because they don't have to worry about what I'm going to say and they just get to listen to good gaming news discussions. Okay, it gets a little heated, but we try to keep it respectful. I am actively working on disagreeing without being disagreeable. I'm genuinely working on that. I'm, I'm hoping that you guys maybe start to sense a change in how we go back and forth. Trying to be better about that in general. If you like this kind of content, hit subscribe, hit the bell button so you don't miss the shows. I will be out of town next week for the week of Thanksgiving, okay? I don't know why I'm doing this. I've been watching too much Shane Gillis. I will be out of town next week for the week of Thanksgiving. So, but this week, you'll get shows every day. We'll be watching the Game Award nominations later. Do me a favor. If it is your first time here, we'd love to meet you. Say hello in chat. You know, introduce yourself. Hit the like button. And if you like what you see and you want to see a little bit more, consider becoming a member. For five bucks a month, you get into a bunch of extra content and into the members-only Discord. And you can always go up from there if you like what you see at that point as well. I encourage everybody to try it out for a month. And there's more content if you want it. Yo, what's good, Ginger? Good to see you. Hey, I appreciated you. I did. I didn't know you did this until I was. We were talking about something, and I was scanning your channel. I was like, "Oh, Ginger talked about this," and somebody was like, "Oh, Creature was like, oh yeah, he used a good portion of your video in the. It was the bungee. It was the bungee uh, video. So I appreciated that. It was a good clip. It was a good clip. I love when you review games, bro, because you always say some real stuff and what you say really be true. I appreciate that, Storm Thunder Gaming. That's very kind of you to say. I'm not saying it's a full game or not a DLC at all. I'm saying it's clear why they didn't classify it as DLC because if it was, they would give you even less. And I said, I enjoy this multiplayer. Right. I Again, I think... I, I feel like you're, you're framing it in a way that I wouldn't frame it, Solemn. Here's how I would frame it. They had a DLC worth of content and they padded this out so that they could at least at some level justify calling it a full campaign 
full game. Does that make sense? Like, oh yeah, we got 15 missions. No, you didn't. You got like three of traditional size. You got seven within the traditional format, right? So seven, only three of those are actual, like, substantive Call of Duty feeling missions, okay? So I would frame it very differently than the way you're framing it. I feel like you're you're going with what we got and acting like they would never give this to you for DLC. I feel like you're starting at the wrong end of the discussion. You need to come back to the other end of the discussion and say, the plan was to give us a DLC and they tried to pad this out to give you a, a, a quote-unquote full game. You're arguing it has full game content to some degree, says Eugene. My point isn't what it is. It's what it would actually be even more if they called it DLC, like chat once. That's my point. I think people would have been more satisfied with half of the story missions, the maps, and half of the guns for 40 or 50 bucks. I don't think anybody would have complained about that. Well, I shouldn't say anybody. There's always going to be people that complain. I don't think it would be getting the universal criticism and rejection that it's getting if it was like half of the campaign missions, half of the guns, here's the remade MW2 maps, 40 bucks. I think most people are like, this is a this is great value for $40. Marshmallow says, I'm usually a member plus, but I had to get my tires replaced, so I'm short on money at the moment. Can't get gifteds on this account either. Should be back on Wednesday. No worries, dude. No worries. I appreciate that. I wish we could click on your name and gift you exactly what you need, but we don't have that ability right now. We would just start handpicking people to get into Member Plus, and we would just make all of the extra content with the exception of a handful of things Member Plus. But we just can't do that right now. We cannot pick people out to bump up. It's just not, we don't have the ability to do that. You know, go back. I just love the old maps, so I'm on Cloud 9. It feels like Modern Warfare 2019. To me, the bugs, yes, I'm with you. There's no excuse, but this feels way better than MW2 Reboot. I'm curious, Hasio, is you know you're enjoying the maps now. Do you think they have longevity, or do you think right now you're in like a honeymoon? I'm not trying to diminish your enjoyment. I'm curious what you think. Big Lido with eight months of membership, my favorite channel on YouTube. Keep up the great content, Lono. Thank you. Take care of them tires. They're expensive, says Henry Heck. I got to get a set for the wife in a week. Yeah, we were due some new tires around the time that my wife popped one of them, so it worked out. They were like, these needed replaced anyway, so that made her feel a little bit better. (laughs) That made her feel a little bit better. It was like, yeah, you needed to replace these anyways. They're getting pretty low on the tread. (laughs) You do. You think it's honeymoon. Okay. I was going to say, I was like, I just don't know, man, how long. I mean, I guess they're great maps. I'll admit that. They are great maps. They really are. I remember playing them, you know. I, I probably played Modern Warfare 2 more than any other Call of Duty historically. And the maps are good, you know. The maps are good. They're fun. But they maps can only take you so far, you know. It's not close to base game number of guns. Stop saying that. It's not true, says Eugene. It's definitely more guns than you would get in the DLC. Closer to base number than the DLC number. It's not little less, it's half, says Eugene. Eugene, what are the hard numbers here? Let's put this one to bed then. What are the hard numbers? How many guns? How many typically guns do we get? You know, as far as a comparison between full game and a, and a not full game. Terminal is the best map. I'll be honest, Terminal's not the one I would pick. 
I remember really, really liking the one with the street and all the buildings. Was that Flavella? Is that what that one's called? You can, like, get on the rooftops, I think, and you can go all the way up. There's, like, little... Okay, here we go. Modern Warfare 3 introduces 35 new guns in addition to two melee weapons. It includes 77 from Modern Warfare 2 in its past seasons. So, it's half, bro. Modern Warfare 2 had 77. Modern Warfare 3 had 35. It's not even close to a full game's amount of guns. It's not even close. Hard numbers of launch guns don't include any guns added after the fact with seasons or events or bundles. Oh, Favela. Is it Favela? I thought it was something like that. I remember liking that one. I remember liking that one. Uh, how do I say that? Ang- um, Ang- Angios Timotheos? I've not read Greek in a really long time. I can read Timotheos, but I think is the first one... Is the first one Angios? One of my favorite maps of all time, back when my KD was a 1.5 min. My KD was never impressive in Call of Duty because I played Headquarters. Like, you're not going to have a good KD when you play Headquarters. You're going to be running into a room and dying. You know, or getting a single kill because there's one other guy in there. You know what I mean? Just not going to happen. You're not going to be able to maintain good KD. I never cared much for KD. What mattered more to me was winning. Winning? Like, that mattered way more to me. Okay, so it looks like Modern Warfare 2 with 33 weapon platforms and a grand total of 51 unique weapons available at launch. So MW2 launched with 51, this launched with 35. Yeah, you're still you're still low. You're still coming in pretty low. It's not close. It's not even that's 16 below. Base game is a launch game. MW3 hasn't had any seasons added. Right. So 51 versus 35. I don't know if I would describe that as close. Right? If you score 51 points in a game and the other guy scores 35, are you going to say that was close? You're like, "Ah, it was close." You would have never gotten 35 guns in a single DLC. I understand that, but like I keep telling you, Solemn, I feel like you're arguing a bad point. Nobody is saying that this game, in its exact current state, should have been DLC. Anybody saying that, I'll admit, I think they're overshooting, okay? They're overshooting. I think what people are saying is, this isn't even close to a full game, bro. This this should have been DLC. So, yes, instead of 35 guns, give us 25 guns. Give us 25 guns, the remade maps, and 7 missions for 40 bucks, and nobody would have had a valid complaint. It wouldn't be getting the reception it's getting right now. I think most people would have been like, this is a pretty good offer. I don't think anybody's saying, only 35 guns? That kind of sounds like a DLC. I think they're looking at the entire package, brother. A three-hour campaign where half of the missions are open map DMC generic nonsense, which I told you so. I told everybody that's what it was going to be, and I was called a hater, right? Nobody ever wants to run back through through all the times where I'm like, this is how it's going to go, dude. I'm telling you, that's how it's going to go. You're just a hater. And then it turns out exactly the way that I said. And nobody ever wants to run that back and talk about those clips. It's always the, oh, you're just a hater, and then we all forget. 
I told y'all that's the way it was going to be. And if that's the way it is, it's fair to say, this is DLC, bro. This is freaking DLC. This is not a full game. Come on. Eugene says, Destiny launches DLC with 35 guns every year. I said, closer to the base game than you would get for a DLC. Basically, no game would give you like this style of game. Okay. But I... (laughs) Man, oh man, do I feel like you're... I feel like you're cheating. You're basically saying it's okay because... You're not saying it's okay. You're saying, well, most... Yeah, most games wouldn't give you this much for DLC. That's terrible framing of the issue. That's terrible framing of the issue. They gave us a three-hour campaign where half of the missions are open combat trash. They gave you remade maps that were already ready to go because they were planning on putting these maps in MW Reboot and MW2 as DLC. And then they give you some guns. They give you 35 guns. And you're like, dude, no game's going to give you this much for DLC. Listen, most games wouldn't have the stones to sell this as a full game. They wouldn't. They wouldn't have the balls to be like, I got an idea. Let's give them the shortest, most half-baked, most disappointing campaign in our console, in our franchise's history. And and in addition to that, let's just give them a bunch of maps that we've already got ready to go that we were going to use as DLC. But I really know what'll, what, what the linchpin will be. I know what'll fix this. We'll give them 35 guns. Like, the, the stones to walk out into the market and to do what they've done. And you're like, well, nobody would give you this much for DLC. Are you kidding me? Nobody would be brave enough to do this as a full game either. My framing is if they gave you DLC, you wouldn't get this. And that's not what anybody cares about. Nobody cares about that. Nobody's like, well, thank God they didn't give us DLC because we got 35 guns. No one's saying that. Well, instead of spending 40, I had to spend 70. And thank goodness, because I wouldn't have gotten all of this. No, that's not a comfort to anybody. You're arguing the weirdest goalpost I think I've seen on the issue. It's like, dude, no, that's not a comfort. There's no consolation in that at all. Well, you wouldn't have got all this if it was just DLC. Who cares? Who cares about that? I'm saying it would have been worse if they chose to do it as DLC. I don't think that's true in the least bit. No. It would have been more sensible. People would have understood what they were buying. You understand, so much of what goes into review scores, player engagement, player frustration, so much of it is expectations. And if the expectation was, I am buying a DLC, it changes everything. The whole, every, every, every amount of, of criticism and thought and, you know, what we should have got, what we didn't get or blah, blah, blah. All that changes the minute people are buying DLC. 20 guns, a reduced number of maps and missions for 40 bucks. No one will be complaining about content volume. Yeah, I don't think any... That's what I'm saying. Nobody would approach a $40 DLC and be like, I can't believe we only got like 25 or 30 guns. Nobody would have said that. Imagine being someone who isn't 
uh, as in the know as we are with game news, they buy Modern Warfare 3 at the store. They start it up. They see most of the guns are Modern Warfare 2 fully leveled guns. They're going to be ticked. They just spent $70 on guns they already leveled. That's exactly right. You would have spent $40 and gotten maybe a third of what they did give you, maybe less. There's no way to know that. I'm not praising what they did give you. I already stated, uh, started the stream off by saying it's not worth the price and the mid-campaign and zombies. I'm not defending the quality. I personally think your your prediction that we would have gotten a third, I, I don't think that that's true. We know that these maps were ready to go. There's at least two reports about that, about how these maps were ready to go, potentially for Modern Warfare Reboot, potentially for Modern Warfare 2, okay? Okay. We, we know the maps were ready to go. So, my personal opinion is, based on what we've seen, you would have gotten seven campaign missions. You wouldn't have gotten any of the open combat trash. You'd have gotten seven campaign missions. Maybe six. Maybe they would have trimmed one off. I don't know. Six or seven campaign missions. And you would have gotten roughly the same number of guns. Somewhere somewhere in the 20 to 30 range. I, I don't see a reason to be like, nah, if it had been 40 bucks, we'd have got a third. What do you mean? What what, do you, what Why? Also, it's really easy to prove you wrong. According to Bloomberg, they were working on a DLC to continue stories in Mexico. And I'm really angry because I know that likely would have meant more screen time for Valeria and Alejandro, the two, I think, probably best or two of the strongest characters from MW2. They were doing a DLC in Mexico. They weren't doing some big globe-trotting campaign where we were all over the world, all right? Whatever they were working on, we didn't get. So there's no way to know, oh, you would have gotten a third. Well, there's no way to know that. That story could have been awesome. They already did some stuff with Valeria. They broke her out. In one of the seasons, they broke her out. So she's 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 out there, okay? She, she's, free, she's free and roaming, which means... Alejandro is going to want to get her. That would have been great. That would have been awesome. That would have been really fun. Valeria can step on me. (laughs) Settle down, dude. Settle down. There's a line. There's a line, I think, of people that would like to be stepped on. I I personally thought she stole the show. I still, to this day, believe that her and Alejandro stole the show. In MW2. I I thought they were fantastic. The line delivery, the emotion capture, the intensity, the history, the way she pushes his buttons. It's its absolutely fantastic. It's so well done. That, and I think Graves, I think when, you know, when he, when he betrays the guys, like, I think those are two of the better scenes in the game. Point being, point being, this would have been a very, very different DLC if it wasn't rebooted. It started as DLC, but clearly them releasing it as a full game is proof in and of itself that they didn't think it should just be DLC by their own values. You've not researched this. They were working on a DLC in Mexico. That was shelved, and they were then supposed to focus on a sequel for MW2. It didn't start as DLC. They were working on DLC that we're not going to get. Well, maybe we're going to get it 
in the coming months or something, in the coming year, maybe they'll try to sell it or shove it out as a seasonal update or something. Come on. Even, uh... Jess Corden got out of his rocker when Tay called it a DLC. What do you mean? Does Jez not agree that it's basically glorified DLC? I've not seen anybody defending it. I don't even think Solemn's defending it. I think he's just saying we wouldn't have got everything we've got. We wouldn't have gotten the number of weapons at the very least. Multiplayer is why COD is so popular, not the campaign. Most people don't finish the campaign anyway. First and foremost, we've already had that discussion, but I'll I'll entertain it again because you might not have been here, okay? I think what you're saying is easy to prove as not really true. Number one, because your account's four days old and you're probably in here on an alt. And secondly, because if they were to launch Black Ops 1, which I think is the next reboot, if they were to launch Black Ops 1 without a campaign... I think you would see how poorly it would go. They launched one game without a campaign and it didn't go well. They've never gone back back since. Demonstrating that your point is simply false. And the last two Call of Duties, they used early access to the campaign as a pre-order incentive. Signifying there is a large percentage of the player base that actually does like the campaigns and does buy Call of Duty for the campaigns. With the success of Warzone not really diminishing, not causing issue. Like, the annual release sales of Call of Duty are incredible. I don't at all think that that's just people looking for multiplayer. I think the campaign has always been a big draw. I'm not defending what you did get. I'm only saying, if they gave you your way and launched DLC, you'd be even more underwhelmed because you would get even less. I think what you just said is utter nonsense. It's nonsensical. If they would have launched it as DLC and gave us less, you'd be underwhelmed. What do you mean? People would have expected less than what we got. For 40 bucks, I don't think people would have expected 15 missions, 35 guns, and a ton of maps. I think for 40 bucks, people would have been totally fine with six or seven missions. 25 guns, and then I do think the maps would have been fine just to give us all of them. Or slowly release them. I don't think anybody would have paid $40 for that and be like, this is a joke. And then I'm like, this is pretty good. The minute, the minute you sell it as DLC, expectations drop significantly. Oh, it's 40 bucks. Now that's fine. Okay, what do we get? I, I, as soon as you do that, the expectations go down. Imagine the blowback if Activision gave us two more missions and 16 maps for $69.99. That's it. People are saying this should be DLC by that standard if you go actual DLC. Right. I think you're being disingenuous and rigid to make a point that doesn't matter. It reeks of bad faith. 100%. Just said it. Like, I just think you're being intentionally rigid to make a point that doesn't matter. When someone plays this game for seven, you're like, man, this should have been DLC. And you're like, well, hang on a minute there, Wilbur. Let's add everything up. You wouldn't have got this much stuff if this was DLC. I don't think anybody is saying, let me count every single piece of this game and saying this is equal to a DLC. I think they're saying this is not even remotely close to 
to a full game. And the next thing beneath that 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 they could think of is, well, this should have been DLC. Nobody's arguing we should have got 15 missions, all these maps, and 35 guns as DLC. No one's saying it that rigidly. Nobody's doing that. You're interpreting their criticism so rigidly. It just, yeah, it feels really bad faith. It doesn't feel like a genuine argument at all. I mean, it's helped us pass the time. Javier Cotto, with an entire year and a VIP, he says, good morning, everyone. Good to see you, Javier. The game as it is now is just an average DLC. Yeah, I, I, I just, I don't think, I just do not think that's even remotely a fair pushback. When someone's like, this is not a full game, this should have been DLC, and like straightening your glasses and giving them the actually treatment. Like, well, actually, you wouldn't have gotten 35 guns if this was DLC. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have gotten 15 missions if this was DLC. No one gives a frick about that because they're like, bro, the, the campaign's not even that good. I'd rather had half the missions. If I would have paid 40 bucks and knew that I was going to play for an hour and a half, I'd have been fine with that. Because, like, it's Call of Duty. 40 bucks gets me hour and a half, maybe two hours worth of a campaign add-on, and then a bunch of cool remastered maps, and then some guns. You're not understanding what I'm getting at. We are clearly missing understanding each other, and I'm not being bad faith whatsoever. Anyone who thinks can go F themselves two, two ways around, all right, well, you can sit and time out. I'm not having a red badge act like that, right? Throwing a tantrum in my chat and telling everybody to F themselves. Listen, you have said numerous times that when someone says this should have been DLC, your pushback is... That, 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 that we wouldn't have gotten this in a DLC. And my point to you is nobody is arguing that rigidly. You are intentionally and rigidly interpreting a very, very simplistic criticism to make it seem as though somebody is saying for $70, I believe I should have gotten all of this like 40 instead every bit of this I should have gotten every gun I should have gotten every mission I should have gotten every map nobody is saying that it's a rigid interpretation of somebody saying this is not a $70 full game dot 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 this is DLC straightening your glasses and being like well actually I just I do not at all think that that's fair pushback at all it does feel very bad faith. Like, I'm going to manufacture an argument to push back on what people are saying. It'd be like, it's not worth 70, but you wouldn't have gotten all this if it was DLC. It's like, the second point doesn't even need to be said. Thinking more long-term, how do you think this informs their future titles? Listen, I feel that the best part about this, the silver lining is, they got freaking haymakered on the chin trying to do this. They look stupid right now. Their sales look bad. The review scores are an embarrassment. The player numbers are way down. Like, that's my hope is they're like, we can never try that again. That was a freaking disaster. I don't ever want to hear the word open combat mission ever again. 
I told y'all they were trying to sell us a bridge. I was like, every single time they talked about the open combat missions, it was it was so hyperbolic. Like, do you want to read the descriptions? It's a joke at this point. It's a literal joke. If you go read how they described and how they marketed the open combat missions, it's a literal joke. And I told you, I said, no one talks like this. This is so oversold. You're trying to tell me you're giving me a steak dinner and it's a burnt cheeseburger. Like, I'm not stupid. I'm not, like, I'm not. I'm not stupid. It's like, they, they, they oversold. I, I'm telling you, that's my hope for this. My hope is that they never try the open combat mission thing again. It was a it was an absolute joke. And I hope that they never try this. We're just going to remaster a bunch of maps and, you know, pad the, pad the game and sell it for 70. That, that would be my hope. Now, the worry would be they'll do this again with Black Ops 3, right? Now, this is this is hard to predict this. I mean, you guys, we, we really have to remember this conversation in 2024, 20, in 2026. In 2026, that would be the concern, is that we get a Black Ops reboot next year, and it's great because they've had way more time to work on it. And then Black Ops 2 would be good because they've had a good amount of time to work on it. And then they'd shove out some Black Ops 3 DLC for 70. Like, that would be my worry, is the pattern would always do that. You'd start out strong, and then just go down from there. Because, like, Modern Warfare Reboot, look at the scores, look at the general reception. Modern Warfare Reboot in 2019 comes out strong. MW2 comes out, not as strong, but still celebrated. MW3 comes out, and people are like, what in the actual heck is this? This doesn't make any sense. So that would be the worry is you would just have that degradation. I think the bigger question is what does Xbox think? That's the bigger question because they're daddy now. That's daddy. What's daddy say? What's what's Xbox say? What are you going to do? Because they looked at this situation, alright? And when they bought Activision Blizzard, they said, listen, we are counting on this revenue. We, we are counting on the sales of Call of Duty elsewhere. Well, the minute the ink is dry in the contract, Call of Duty has terrible results. Terrible sales. So the question is, what okay, what does daddy think? What does Xbox think? <laughs> because they're like, hey man, <laughs> we like making money and we were kind of counting on that money from Call of Duty and this is like the lowest, this could be one of the lowest sold Call of Duties in history. What are y'all doing over there? We were kind of hoping that money would be, you know, <laughs> a little bit better than this. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying, dude? Perfect time for Microsoft to pick it up.
They pick up COD when it falls flat. Personally, like my theory is what they'll do is I believe they're gonna they're gonna appoint somebody somebody in an executive or management level to oversee to oversee the 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 Call of Duty franchise. That would be my prediction. I think they're going to pull, like, the way they have, like, Matt Booty in charge of, over, like, Zenimax and stuff, I wouldn't surprise me at all if we see some type of announcement in the near future where they say, hey, we need somebody at an executive or management level to just basically be, you answer to us now, you know? What are you doing? When's it coming? What's your projections? That, that, that's, that's, I think, what's coming. I don't think that this goes I don't think this goes unpunished is the way I would phrase it. I don't think this goes unpunished. I think Xbox steps in and says, "Okay, clearly y'all have a leadership problem. We're we're not doing this. If you think we're doing this under our watch, we already we already had to deal with Redfall. We're not doing this again." And I think they step in at some level. Yo, Ragnarok with three months and a Reforge writer. Thank you so much. As a Reforge writer, you get to come to the end of the day segment where we write up and plan the next day's shows. Thank you so much, Ragnarok. Tell your men they work for me now, right? Like the Joker moment. It's like, it's not about the money. It's about sending a message. And you just sent this loud and clear message that as soon as Xbox owns Call of Duty, this is what gets shoveled out. And I know that's not fair, but that doesn't, the consumer doesn't care about what's fair. All the consumer knows is, man, Xbox owns Call of Duty and it ain't on Game Pass. And I spent 70 bucks on this. The consumer can be wrong and it doesn't matter if the general perception is that. So, Xbox has to consider that. You and I both know intellectually this game had nothing to do with Xbox, but if the consumer interprets this as, wait a minute, they just bought Call of Duty. Number one, why isn't Call of Duty on Game Pass? Number two, why is this $70 trash? Like, why did this happen? And the consumer can be 100% wrong in their presumptions and in their view of things. They, they can be, but it doesn't matter, right? If the consumer, like we've talked about this before with respect to like development cycles, the average consumer has no idea what goes in to the development of a game, right? They have no idea. So when they complain about elements of a game being crappy or taking too long, you know what I mean? Two more days to go. PlayStation Portal's hands down. Nothing like any remote play device on the planet. Instantaneous lag free. No way. It's not that. That's incredible looking. J-Dub's like, you should talk about this tomorrow. Maybe. I'll probably wait to talk about it until I have one. I'll have mine this week. 
Welfare Rockstar with 17 months. I've been fully enjoying zombies. It's pretty good, and it pays out if you invest in the quest. It's really nice. Everything carried from MW2. Guys, we are getting ready to go over to the Game Awards nominees. It'll be my reaction to that. We'll be watching it live. Should be a really, really good time. I'm sure it will be a heated debate whether or not certain titles get it or don't get it. So... If you've never gone to something like this with us before, uh, you should come with us. It's a blast. Do they have Game Awards as well? They do. They have The Game Awards and they have Game Awards. Um, if you guys want to hit 50 really quickly, I'll owe you 10. I'm just going to do the 5 when we get over there, but you guys can keep pushing this member goal when we get over there. Let me get myself on the other side here. I will provide you guys with the link as well uh, when we go over. And this looks like an actual live stream. This is not a premiere. Yeah, this is not a premiere. Okay. Uh, let's see. And here we go. What are your top six for Game of the Year nominees at the Game of Okay. All right, I'm going to put a link in the chat as well as in the Discord. And did I thank Welfare for 17 months? I did, okay. Okay, the link is in the chat. That is where we are going. Let me get my head. Okay. <clears throat> I'm wait for the music to start. I don't like starting with like out music. Switching live streams. Yeah, click the link in chat. I'll also redirect you guys as well. Thanks so much for checking out this co-stream, or if you're watching the past broadcast, it's going to be my reaction to the Game Awards nominees for 2023. I'm sure there will be a hot debate whether or not certain titles do get nominated or don't get nominated. I'm sure there will be people angry in either direction. I have my own predictions in the description below. You can see how my predictions meted out. I'll actually say those here right at the start so that you guys know what I think. I'm going to end the previous stream. I did a stream about Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. The truth comes out. If you want to check that out, you can go check out that past broadcast. We broke down everything 